Warning. The Humps Podcast is rated 18 plus for sexual content and graphic language. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Humps. Today, we're going to be talking about the Disney movie Turning Red. I watched this, it wasn't as soon as it had come out, but uh, it was some short time after. And I watched it with my stepdaughter and my parents who had already watched the movie. And then after watching it, I know that my mom had mentioned to me that apparently there's a huge controversy surrounding this movie. And I was sitting there wondering why would that even be? Because I genuinely enjoyed the movie. And she said, yeah, a lot of parents are currently trying to stop their kids from watching this because it's deemed quote-unquote inappropriate. And I was really confused as to why, because in my mind, we're in a modern world, a lot of the topics or things that Turning Red touches on, I feel a lot of kids should see or be aware of, or it's a nice movie to relate to as an adult. And there's multiple points that I I thought were very good about it. So to kind of you know, do a deep dive in it and try and understand where the controversy came from because there was quite a few articles and YouTube videos explaining why you should not let your kids watch this because it's inappropriate. I I skimmed through quite a bit of it because there was just, there was a lot. There was a lot of opinions, a lot of feelings, and I disagreed with most of them. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why I disagreed with most of them. And that's not to say that the people who didn't like this movie have an incorrect opinion, wrong opinion, what have you. I just, I personally disagree with these opinions because from my standpoint on this, I think that it's important for kids to, to be exposed to different things. And I didn't see anything inappropriate about the film. But uh, I know that from what I read, the the controversy was along the lines of, oh my god, there's shirtless kids in here. And it's that I thought was kind of a weak argument. Because I mean, I shirtless kids, like, it was teenagers. And I mean, as far as I know, you see people who are shirtless who don't have breasts at swimming pools and beaches. So I don't really get where the argument is there, but uh, they made the argument. Like, it just felt like a stretch to me. And then this, the lyrics to the music being sexualized, and I was like, what was sexual about the lyrics? It was a boy band. And I mean, I listened to the lyrics, and I didn't see anything sexual about them. If anything, I have more to say about the song Barbie Girl and, you know, a bunch of music that I listened to as a kid, as opposed to what was on Turning Red. Like, there was far worse when I was a kid. I mean, in 99, The Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang was popular, and I was singing to that. And that was very explicit music. So, I mean, Turning Red was tame. Super tame. (laughs) And they were saying, oh, it's disrespectful to display people checking other people out like sexually being like "Ooh, that person's attractive and to me that's that's preposterous you're 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 trying to get away from being human like 
the normal thing for most people is to look at someone and physically think, I think this person is physically or not physically appealing to me. It's a normal reaction to have, especially as a teenager. So normal. And to make that less normal seems like you're trying to create these standards that are very hard to obtain, which is really unfair to a lot of kids. And then there was that messaging. They're like, oh, well, it's not okay to have just one more time wouldn't hurt. It's like, I I know adults that say that every day. It could be about coffee. Like just one more cup wouldn't hurt. Just one more of this won't hurt. Just one more of that won't hurt. And it's like, it's, it's such a commonly used phrase that it's just, it's not even worth trying to say that it's wrong to me because I feel like so many people use it for different reasons. There was also a nice part, well, in my opinion, it was nice, where the father sits down with his daughter, May, and tells her, you know, everybody's got messy sides and stuff, so it's important to make room for those things. So instead of fixing it, you're supposed to make room for them. And I thought that was really touching, but then people took it as, well, you're telling your kid it's okay to be messy and bad, and that's not okay. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, how is it possible to be perfect? Like, in in any universe, how is it possible to be perfect? Especially at, like, 12, 13 years old. Oh my god, I, I don't remember a time in that that span where I could think of being perfect because I was just, there was just too much going on all at once way too much. And there's also messaging from the mom towards the end of the movie where she mess she tells Mei Mei that, you know, I don't want you to hold back anymore. Like you do you. It's it's important for you to stay true to yourself. And again was taken the wrong way. Or let your inner beast out was taken out taken the wrong way. I could see how that one was more misplaced just because the word beast was used. I don't think that it directly meant that. In my mind, I took it more as just be yourself. There there is so much more to life than trying to be perfect. Just be yourself. And then there was a huge, huge thing against Maymay being disrespectful to her parents and disrespecting authority and trying to, you know, do things that she wasn't allowed to do and she was okay with it and that in some way was teaching kids that were watching the movie to do the same to their parents. And, you know, I hate to break it to most parents, but your kid doesn't need a movie to tell them to do that because they're going to do it anyway. (laughs) I, I don't know of any teenager that hasn't rebelled to some level, whether it be piddly stuff or really bad stuff. And I'm not saying what was displayed in the movie was little stuff. Like, she did do quite the big rebellion. It was not something that I've ever personally done. I wasn't super rebellious, but I definitely had my moments where I made my parents' life hard. (laughs) But the sneaking out, the making money with something she was told she wasn't supposed to, this and that, definitely on the higher level. But again... 
this will happen usually regardless of what the child is exposed to for content. I thought that this movie was great. 10 out of 10 would recommend. I am totally fine with the fact that my stepdaughter saw this. She's nine. And I mean, she probably didn't understand the reference to the tampons and the period and the hormones and all of those things. Those things probably flew 10 feet over her head. And the fact that she was exposed to seeing that on screen actually makes me happy because when I was a kid, nobody talked about tampons or pads. Nobody really talked about puberty in movies. It was just like, you just had a frustrated teen, if anything, and there was no explanation as to why. There was no character development in regards to hormones or just puberty in general was just completely missed. I love the fact that there's cringy moments. I was on her side, like just the when she started doodling the guy and then her mom found it, cringe number one. The mom bringing her to the store and confronting the guy, oh my god, I felt for her so hard. <laughs> that I just felt so destroyed. I felt like I would have wanted to disappear for her. I felt every ounce of that. And, you know, there's always that struggle for a lot of kids, especially kids who, who want to impress their parents. There's always that desire to make them proud of you. But then you're also compromising who you're becoming. And, and this is touched in this story. Like, you don't want to compromise who you are to make someone else happy. And that's, that's the whole point. You just, you're just supposed to be you. And being a teenager is hard because you're hormonal. And when you're hormonal, you're stupid and you make bad decisions because you're just trying to figure out who you are and you think you're an adult already, even though you're not. Like, I remember thinking at like probably 14 years old that I was like, I know everything. My parents don't know half as much as I do. You know, like they cannot keep up with me. It is terrible. I'm 27 now and I'm like, I know nothing, <laughs> just completely on the other side of that scale. But I can see so much of those thoughts that I had at that age in May. And I was, it was just great to see because, you know, it really created that human feeling. Like I could relate to this character on multiple levels and I am not of the same ethnicity or culture. I didn't grow up in the same places her or the character that was developed and you know it was still somebody I could relate to it was just a, an experience that a lot of people have at that age and it's great to see it on a screen for kids like it's something for them to relate to I just it makes me kind of sad that a lot of people saw it as wrong or inappropriate because it's really showing you what it's like to kind of grow up and go through that diff difficult phase in life. And the funny thing to me is they're like, it's inappropriate and this and that. And there's adult jokes in there. And here I am thinking of, you know, the scene from The Lion King where Nala pins Simba down and literally gives him like, it's on sex face. <laughs> and everybody's just like, that's fine. Or... In Zootopia, when they drive into the town where there's bunnies, and then you just see the population chart keep going up, and it's like, that's obviously a sex joke. Does nobody care? <laughs> or another one from the more, another recent movie, uh, Frozen, where Kristoff asks Anna about Hans's foot size. Like, come on, folks. It's, there's sex jokes everywhere. The entertainment is made to entertain not only the kids, 
but the adults. And I can probably almost guarantee that the kids don't get half of the adult jokes. I remember re-looking at a lot of the movies I watched as a kid from Disney and thinking, I did not get that joke when I was little. And I get it now, and I can see why my parents were okay with watching it, because it's freaking entertaining for everybody in the audience. It's just... It just blows me away that in this day and age where I thought that we had done leaps and bounds in trying to understand ourselves as people and just allowing ourselves the peace of, you know, we make mistakes. We're not perfect. It's okay to be not perfect as long as we try to work through it and try to be better and just, you know, we're all our own, we're all our own mess, really. I, I think that's the best way to put it. We are all our own messes that we are trying to figure out and regulate and it is not easy. And in your tweens, it is a special chaos, a special type of chaos, a fresh hell that I do not wish to revisit, not even in the slightest. I hope that parents, I hope that parents take the time to, you know, think about their kids as, you know, not just these humans that they brought into the world that need to obey them and, you know, listen to them all the time because they need to be themselves and learn about themselves and rebelling allows them to figure themselves out. I'm not saying let's encourage rebellion. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's natural. It happens. It's, it's just part of growing up and to try and say that this should not be shown to kids. It just, it doesn't make sense. It'll happen regardless. It's not really encouragement in my eyes. It's a movie it, it goes back to if you see little Johnny jump off the bridge, are you going to join him? Like, I assume most people would know, no, I'm not going to join little Johnny. It's not a good idea. It is what it is. Everybody's like, life circumstances are different. I just think that we need to take more time to reflect and see this movie as a way to be human. A way to see ourselves in all of our awkward years on a screen and just just let it be what it is because <laughs> we're trying to just seem perfect when we're not. I highly encourage everyone listening to watch this movie. It is great. It is cringy. It makes you laugh. Sometimes it's so cringy it makes you want to cry. <laughs> and you know, there is points where Mei Mei does connect with her parents and that's what it's about. It's about understanding your kids and communicating with them and helping them understand themselves and helping you understand them. Communication is so dang important. And really, that's really what they covered. And I give, I give my hat, I bow down to the people who created this movie because it was fantastic. I hope you guys liked this episode. It was a bit of a rant, but I felt like I wanted to say my two cents on this debate as I support the movie. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate this episode and let me know what you think. If you want to see me on Instagram, my account is Danielle period M period Laflamme. If you have any questions, let me know. 
and I hope to see you here next time. I thank you so much. Bye.